Welcome back to my podcast. This is episode 12, and we're talking about fictional characters became my role models. As a child, I struggled with a lot of emotional problems as a child, very complex, and has such complex ideologies with it, and suffer a lot with having parents that are basically kind of emotionally unavailable, and family members that never understood my personality or who I was as a child. Or, like, I never had my own clique with them. So, I used to look for TV shows or movies or even books and would make fictional characters my role models. Those characters became part of me and how I always seek their validation. And when they're not even real, what do you do? And that's something I really want to dive into. What do you do? When you're growing up, turning into, well, I'm going to use me as an example, turning into a young woman, an adult soon, in a couple of months, do you let go of that fictional reality or do you stick with it? It's something like I always question myself with. Like, all of my podcast episodes, I know I say I question myself, but I really do question myself and my thought process. Especially, this one is very, like, dear to me because I feel like this really connects with my childhood, like, my inner child, basically. Like, I know, like, time went fast. Time really, like, went real quick for me. And I feel like I never really got, I don't know, got a conscious with my childhood until like it hit me really early which was like 11 years old and I feel like I really never like what is it indulge with my childhood moments or sentimental moments and when I was a child I struggled with a lot of things and I had a lot of like issues with some family members I had a lot of differences with them it wouldn't even be bad differences. We were just not, like, related. Like, we are biologically related, but I'm saying, like, related, but, like, we never relate in a mental stimulating type thing or, like, emotional conversations. And then I found myself, like, me. Like, I felt like I really never had s- someone as a kid that, like, really understood me because everyone... okay. Everyone had their own, like, perspective of who I was. I was either the annoying girl or the emotional freak or the girl that never talked or I was just, I never had my own personality, I guess. And as a form of comfort, I used to look for TV shows or movies and the characters I encounter with. And the funny thing is, I am a 05 baby. So I was born in 2005. So basically, TV wasn't like really like what I remember as a kid, like way back, like maybe three or four years old. And kind of like before then, but not like too much. Like I have not saying I have a photogenic memory, but like I have a very good memory, I guess, a vivid type of thing like in my brain. I don't know what it's called. I forgot what it's called. But. I do remember some parts. I think I I would mostly started to get, I guess, a conscious when it came to, like, TV and pop culture in the media. 
when I was five years old. Um, one through four, I mostly, okay, I was, one, I'm not gonna remember. Two, I just remember mostly I would watch Lazy Town and, um, Dora. Three and four, I, my parents, well, basically, they drop ship me, literally, to my grandparents' country for two years. I don't know what was going on. They were gonna move to that country, but they didn't, so they brought me back here to the States. By the way, I am born here, so clarification i was born in new jersey i know and i'm from new york which is really bad but i i don't know i don't know ask my mom why she birthed me in new jersey i don't know so random but besides the point um from five years old to like up or whatever plus five plus whatever um i mostly came to like the states and when um, my parents moved to the place I'm currently living right now, um, I finally had my own TV, basically, it was a box, but I remember clearly we had a box TV, I don't know if some people can relate, but I had a box TV, so I would watch, um, shows, and then that's when I found out about Disney, and Wizards of Waverly Place, like, all shows, that's so Raven, um, I would mostly watch Shake It Up, Good Luck Charlie, um, Disney XD, oh my god, I thought I was so fucking cool because I would watch Disney XD because it was a boy show because they would talk about skates or whatever, Zeke and Luther, Kick Patowski, I, I was like, oh my god, I'm so cool, like, I thought I was so cool watching that, and, like, as I grew older, I started to watch shows that was not for my age group at all, I would watch Teen Nick, terrible, I would watch Degrassi, I know, I would watch, um, what was it? It used to be called Discovery Family. I don't know if it's still called that. It's called Freeform. I, I don't know if that was the name before Discovery Family. But it was something... A B No, it was ABC Family. That what it was. It wasn't Discovery Family. It was ABC Family. So, ABC Family, I would watch Pretty Little... Wait, I was about to say Pretty Little Things. That's a story. My bad. Pretty Little Liars. Um, I would watch that a lot. I would watch Switched at Birth. I was mostly early 2010 teenage shows i would watch as a kid my parents wouldn't know that but because they didn't speak english that well oh my god why did i do it with an accent speak english like that that's so bad sorry it's like my throat is fucking killing me but um yeah my parents wouldn't like um know what, what they would say and mostly my parents spend most of their time working or sleeping or, like, doing other things. So they never really saw what I was watching. Even though I was watching a lot of things that, are like, I don't know, a 16-year-old will watch. And I'm, like, 9 years old watching these things. Which is not good. Um, so I would watch those things. And I thought I was badass. I thought I was cool watching these things. Because no one watched these. It's not, like, high school kids. And I was fucking, what, in 4th grade, 5th grade thinking I was a shit. So, yeah. And then I really became invested in the show called Gossip Girl. And this character, Blair Waldorf, Blair Cornelia Waldorf, became my life. Became my idol. Became everything I wanted and literally am till this day. I just became her. It was her, Alex Russo, all the sarcastic brunette characters in your favorite TV shows were everything I, I wanted and praised a lot as a child. And they became my role models. These fictional characters were the ones I looked up and 
thought validation from. Like, once I really become involved with a show, I really connect with these characters. I feel like I'm in the show with them, you know? I feel like I have a personal connection with them. Even though they weren't even real, which was most funniest shit that ever happened in my life. Funniest, cringy, whatever you guys could call it. It's just that I felt like these fictional characters understood me than what real people could understand. And I felt like I was a part of their world. I felt loved. And even though I didn't exist in in their world or they didn't exist in mine, I felt like I had some sort of like personal connection with them. It would be Brooke. Brooke from, what is it, One Tree Hill. It could be um, Lorelai Gilmore from Gilmore Girls. Um, Blair Wilder from Gossip Girl. Um... Summer Roberts from the OC. I would watch only 2000 early shows because those are so fucking good. The new shows could kiss my ass. But I'm just saying, stuff like those, I had such a personal connection with these. And it was just very crazy. And I was the one who was growing up with these shows. And I had to decide whether if I wanted to keep this fictional reality or I wanted to move on from it at this current moment. Because... I felt like I mostly collected basically DNA evidence, not evidence, DNA, I don't know, RNA, DNA, I I don't remember any shit from living environment in eighth grade, but um, I would collect their personalities, collect some traits, and become them into one, and oh, and I would watch the Vampire's Diaries too, so yeah, <laughs> and I was drawn to the characters I encountered in the fictional world because they were so relatable. They were dealing with the same issues I had and they had the courage to face them head on. They showed me it was okay to be vulnerable to express my emotion. Even though they weren't real, their stories felt real to me. And I felt that really impacted me as a kid because I felt like I had a role model. I had someone to look up to. I had someone relatable to me. Especially Blair and her situation. I idolized Blair. She was my mother, literally. When people, like, mentioned that show, I just relate to Blair so much because I know how it feels to have such a criticizing mother and a father that's never there. And what is it? Having an ED at such a young age. And it was very, like, comforting knowing that she could face this literally my life kind of became hers during quarantine because like I had my own chuck bass I had my own issues I I had my own toxic um habits and things like that but she just I she was like my mother like this woman was a parallel to who I was and I felt very like close personal connection like if she was real if she was like my actual mother and they showed me so many things, and they were the ones who helped me get through difficult moments when I was such a child. And even, like, preteen and quarantine, I felt like I was so close with these characters. Like, like if I was in their shoes in a type of way, I started to imagine myself as one of these characters, and I would pretend to be them, and I would act out their stories in my own life. And I wanted to be like them, to be brave and stand up for what they believe in. I wanted to be strong and resilient like they were. I wanted to be a hero of my own story. 
just like how they were in, while I was watching them in my screen or watching them on my laptop or reading about stories like those, reading things like that. It's just I had more of a personal connection with fictional characters more than like I could ever have with a person. And I feel like no one really understands like someone like that, someone who who only like falls in love with literal fictional characters like Nathan Scott from the OC, Jess Mariano from Gilmore Girls, Steph Colin from the OC. I literally it's just if I could I wouldn't make my reality into that. It's just that I don't know, as I grew older I just never felt like I could fit in in this world, you know? They gave me the courage to face my own problems, which was amazing as I grew older and to find my own path in life. As I don't know, in quarantine, I didn't know what I wanted to do. As like right now, like I didn't know what college I was gonna go to or like what I was gonna do in my life, my career path. And I looked up to Blair. There wanted to be a Waldorf Yale woman. And I wanted to be exactly like that. Carry on the Waldorf legacy. I wanted to be a Yale alumnum. I wanted my kids to go to Yale. I wanted to be an Ivy League prep girl. And that all changed in quarantine because I would not show up to class. Even though that wouldn't be a Waldorf thing. Blair would be disappointed because she would want my economics to be A+. But I failed in that. And I felt like... I looked up so much to Blair, I felt like I wanted my career to be in fashion designer. Even though I'm not going to be a fashion designer, I'm going to be, like, something in the fashion industry, but not a fashion designer. But, like, I felt like she really helped me have that push, that courage right now to, like, take the subway alone because that's fucking scary. Taking the subway alone in the city, that's fucking scary. Especially when you mostly live, like, 20 to 30 minutes away from the city. Wait, no, I shouldn't even say that. I mean, in train kind of i don't live in upstate guys i live like you know long island <clears throat> anyways long island um i live there so like taking the subway is kind of scary especially at fucking night i i take in the subway multiple times but with my family members or like with someone i knew but like being alone this time having no friends having um no family in that college and starting off alone in the city is very fucking scary. It's like a big jump from where I'm from, literally a suburban place. And my characters that I grew up with, they show me that it is okay to be vulnerable and to express my emotions. And they show me that it is possible to be just like them, even in the face of adversity. They show me that I could be my own hero in my own story. Fictional characters. I know, fictional. Not even people, not even fucking, what is it? What's a role model? Um, Shit, I really don't pay attention to school. Shakespeare? I don't get, I guess, I'm gonna say Shakespeare. For my poets out there, Shakespeare, I guess? I guess I'm gonna put Shakespeare on the spot. Like, Shakespeare, like, I, I really didn't romanticize, like, real-life people. I romanticize fictional characters because fictional characters were like me and I was them and they will always be part of me but now that I have to choose to look up to real people and find real role models I choose to find people who can inspire me just like how they did 
and it's absolutely hard and then for me it is because it's like I have to leave my childhood now and it's a new chapter in my life growing up and I have to find someone with those qualities and who can teach me how to be brave and how to stand up for what I believe in and I choose to find people who could show me how to be successful in life and how to be strong and resilient in the face of adversity. And I choose to find people like that. And I feel like it isn't a bad thing that I looked up to fictional characters and made a fictional reality for myself, that there was no pain, no this and that. But at the end of the day, I'm growing up, and I will not forget those characters it's like Riley. You know that movie Inside Out when Riley loses her memories? Well, not loses her memories. Joy and sadness go away. And then her brain turns all, like, gray and black and, like, white and, like, all that thing. It's, like, that kind of moment, you know? Where you're, like, faced with, like, I have to grow up. And now there's new buttons in my mainframe. There's new buttons, uh, a new station, new core memories with different emotions now it is not gonna be the same and that is perfectly fine and I'm not gonna let go that's this is one thing I know it's like kind of sad podcast but I'm not gonna let go of those characters you know I'm not gonna let go of what they taught me what they show me as a child and as a preteen I'm not gonna let go of that I'm just saying that they taught me so much I'm gonna carry that forward carry that torch but this time, I have to, like, step away from that fictional reality I made and not leave it behind. A best way I could describe it is Wendy from Peter Pan. There is a point in my life where I have to stop going to Neverland and go back home and tell Peter Pan goodbye for now not for a long time but for now and move on with my life for a while have the career I want have the college life I want and when the time is right Peter Pan will come back and Peter Pan will see how grown up I am and how smart I became man those characters I know that I looked up to would be proud of who I am. And eventually I'll pass that torch on to my kids. Not in a bad way. And not like in a fictional way. But I'm going to show my kids the shows I watch. Show them the characters I grew up with. And tell them they could be just like them. And, you know, have my Wendy and Peter moment. And... That's the end of my episode, and thank you for listening.